What about the colony transmitters? The uplink tower down at the other end. Why can't we use No, it? I checked. The, the hardware in between here and there was damaged. We can't align the dish. Well, somebody's gonna have to go out there. Take a portable terminal, go out there and patch in manual. Oh, yeah, sure. With those things running around, you can count me out. Yeah, I guess we I'll can just go. count you out of everything. That's right, man. Hey, why don't you go, man? What? I'll go. I mean, I'm the only one qualified to remote pilot the ship anyway. Yeah, right, man. Bishop should go. Good idea. Believe me, I'd prefer not to. I may be synthetic, but I'm not stupid. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? I'm Batman. That's no moon. You gotta see this. With your host, Dan Mackles. I have a plan. And the very talented Miss Carolina Jimenez. It helped if I got out and pushed. Now, let's start the show, shall we? Yeah, for this. Grid is live. Initiate light cycle battery. Well, I have a question. Who introduces this? Because this is a bonus episode for a movie that we've both watched and we both think everybody should watch. There's a story behind it. Who, who Do you want me to tell it? Well, I mean, yes, this is a bonus episode, yeah. but uh, I think we'll just throw it in the lump with everything else because every once in a while it's fun to talk about a movie that we've both seen before, breaking format. And if you've never listened to the show before, this is You Gotta See This. Welcome. And the premise is basically your two hosts, myself, Dan Mackeltz, and my lovely co-host. Hello, Carolina Jimenez. Hi. We, we take turns introducing each other to movies that we haven't seen under the premise of you've got to see this. And then we spend the rest of the show talking about how we feel about it. Did it connect with us? But um, this is kind of a special occasion because we're dropping this on October 1st. That is a significant date for us because mm-hmm. that's when we launched a year ago. Congratulations. We made it a year. Yeah, one year. And happy birthday to us. Da, 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 da. And the reason why we do this is because we both love movies and we both love talking about movies. And that's how we connected. That's the f- and that's why we chose this movie, which is Aliens from 1986. Yes, because we when when we long ago, long ago now, mm-hmm. we first met, we connected because of our love for movies and we both uh, consider ourselves nerds, right? And mm, we were sort so. of testing how, how our nerdiness, right? And one of the ways I decided to first tell you how much of a nerd I was, because you didn't believe me, I told you that I could name the all the Marines from Aliens as a... As a as a an example of how much of a nerd I could be. And you were like, oh yeah, right, you can? And I did. I think I left one or two because I was all Well, from I'm going to quiz you again. I wrote them down and I want to see, okay. if, you can, oh I wanna see God, if you can no. get it. But um, yes, this, <laughs> th- this is the movie 
quite literally, it was the first thing we ever talked about. Yeah, we talked about the first thing we talked about ever was movies, and this was the first movie we talked about. So it became our movie in a way. So when we need to what have something in the background that just just. I dropped the pen again, yeah. just like I did last time. <laughs> so it's the movie that we keep going to uh, that represents our movie when we have wanted to have just something I, I comfortable it up. in the back. I got it. Good, good job. It. Good good boy. <laughs> Your acoustics in here suck because <laughs> there's hardwood floors. There's not a ton on the walls, so everything just echoes, but and it's, it's, still, it's still technically the, my fault. spaceships on the wall, you know that. Yeah, you, you, you bought the Millennium Falcon. I have a huge Millennium Falcon that, that I you have yet to hang. Hang yeah, from my ceiling. That that will help. Yeah, I, I did it for the podcast. <laughs> of course you did. But yeah, so on top of the fact that this was the first conversation topic that we ever had, it's also the first movie we ever watched together, yeah. which was Aliens. So with that, uh, we, it would be fun to, to have this as a, a birthday present to ourselves to yeah. talk about this movie. We thought, we'd, that why not have a special... Um, episode for the for the one year anniversary for this podcast and what movie should we talk about obviously aliens but it's not a movie that none of us think the other need to watch because we both have watched it a million times seen this so many times and we both love it so yeah it's going to be a special episode so welcome and again, um, other than just the notes I took down here for, you know, director, uh, starring and budget and profit, I took no other notes because I need no other notes. I, I, How many times have you seen this one? I don't even think I could remember. I'd mm-hmm. say next to uh, something like Star Wars or Indiana Jones, this has got to be right up there. Me too. Yeah. So too. let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Aliens came out in 1986, directed by... James Cameron. I don't think we've touched on James Cameron yet. Not much. Because, I mean, not most of the movies that he, he's put out there, we've, we've both seen. watched. Yeah, exactly. He's not one of those directors that is rare for us. It's, it's strange to us. Yeah, I think, I've, I think I've pretty much seen his entire filmography, save mm-hmm. like his first film, which was a Roger Corman. Uh, I think it was like Piranha 2 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you, you look at what James Cameron's done from Terminator... Uh, T2, which, I mean, um, I know some people out there uh, think it's the superior, which I do. I think T2 is superior in, Me too. in, in many ways. I'm not going to fight you on that. Yeah, taking nothing away from the original Terminator, no, which was course. fantastic. True Lies, Titanic. The and Abyss. I, I, some of oh, The movies, Abyss. Yeah, I forgot about The Abyss. He's yeah. one of my favorite movies ever. So, yeah, his filmography is, is part of my my film baggage that i carry film with baggage me. i like that <laughs> um and and also uh, you could say he's he's revolutionary in, in in what he brings to filmmaking uh say what you want about avatar um and if we're ever going to see the sequels but i remember watching <laughs> that movie and i saw it in imax 3d i was like wow this is an experience the story, yeah, sure, whatever. It's yeah, but it's not his best bit. movie, obviously. But it seems now like he's like almost in George Lucas in a way. He's more interested in the the ways of advancing filmmaking than 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 actually telling stories. You, you, like you I know, think what he, I think mean? he's probably like some other directors of that generation. He's probably on a different face. He's already done the good movies. He's done his his. Um, masterpieces and and now he's interested in something else and and the next step for him and him being a lover of technology and 
yeah, we owe him a lot of the 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 new technology that we're using now. He's he's he he likes not only being a, a filmographer. He likes to be um, innovator. Innovator. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you. It's it's a it's a very Sunday for me. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lazy a, Sunday. It's been a lazy Sunday, no doubt. Yeah, he does that, and and he will keep hopefully doing that. Yeah. Will we ever see more avatars? Well, he's been promising us a few of them for a few years. We'll see. I don't know anything about that. I used to know that when I when I was working at Weta, living in New Zealand, he was already getting ready, prepping the second, third, and fourth or something like that to to film them all of them there together. And we've been waiting for that, getting ready for that. And I, I, I think uh, I think Kevin Smith quoted this in, uh, on one of his shows and I, I was like yeah it's very appropriate and at the time I think up until Avengers Endgame Avatar was the top grossing movie of all time I think it goes back and forth because I think they re-released it a little while ago and it overtook Endgame again but at that time it was like Avatar the movie that has made the most money all time that nobody talks about yeah right, right? Like, it's just it's so weird. Yeah, I, I remember I showed it to my kid. He liked it because it was just, there's all sorts of stuff going on. And it was it's, very visual. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, I, I think that's as much time as we need to dedicate to Avatar. <laughs> but uh, let's get to the cast. And this is, a, okay. this, this is um, I, I don't know if you can call it an all-star cast, but when you watch it, it feels like an all-star cast because of how many times you've seen this film and how these characters... How much you love the, the way they, they portrayed and all that. And, and and some of the characters weren't on screen for very long, but they're so memorable. Their names are memorable, as we'll get to. Because they keep dying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, starring uh, Sigourney Weaver, who mm-hmm. reprising her role of Ellen Ripley from Aliens 1979... The, it's 1979, I believe, was Alien, right? It was it was 70s, I believe. I'm it was before. With, with, eight, with years, you know that. Are you? You, you, you I always rely to you huh? on, on you for the, for right. the year thing because you're good at that. But but yes, I think yes, 79. Yes, I think I'm pretty sure it's 79. Yeah. I, I would uh, I would bet a dinner on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and you don't. Know, she was. Uh, <laughs> he lost yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. And I lost through in this movie because we were talking about because we watched the uh, the director's cut, mm-hmm. which I, I believe it's something at least another 30 minutes worth of Close uh, to that. yeah yeah worth of footage, and we can talk about what maybe was best left on the cutting floor and what actually added to the the overall story um yeah. from from what we saw there but and we've I, both seen both um edits both cuts uh, many times i've seen the special edition i think more times so i'm not sure what's in the theatrical cut anymore so we made a bet and mm. he lost yeah no whatever on my dinner but Sigourney Weaver, I mean, you know, from Ghostbusters to like Gorillas in the Mist, uh, she's a very diverse oh, yeah. actress. Um, and she was, which is so rare, is she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress for this film. And to have like this, I believe it was an R-rated movie to be recognized in that fashion i read it okay i believe it was r-rated okay. <clears throat> uh, i was surprised to see it was uh, only fifth for that year in box office and i think one of the reasons oh, being okay. was f- for the fact it was rated r right okay. but uh from sigourney weaver we get like who, who do you think is the co-star like the number one like second billing in this film 
Mm, that's tough. Like for me, it's Michael Bean. Uh, Probably Hicks. Hicks, right. Hicks is, would be the co-protagonist, co-hero of, of course. And it's funny because we didn't talk about. Uh, sorry, we had talked. Newt. Oh yeah, that's probably because when you when you picture uh, a poster for the movie, it's either her or her with a girl. So maybe the girl would be uh, the second presence. Yeah. Well, she's at the bottom of my list, so unfortunately, yeah. we're going to have to go with Michael Bean. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's funny, too, because we talked about Beetlejuice not that long ago and how Tim Burton tends to like to work with the same actors, right? We see, like, Johnny Depp pop up many times and, um, you know, a, a bunch of others. The same can be said of James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at uh, a lot of the guys in this, you got Michael Bean his, was in Terminator. Terminator. Uh, Lance Hendrick, al- also in Terminator. Uh, Bill Paxton, yeah. Terminator. And I, I what other, well, he, he was in Titanic, right? He, he yeah. tends to, he yes. tends to pull some of the same actors I into his heard, projects. I and it is, it maybe makes a little sense. Some of these directors are not easy to work with. He's notoriously He's tough notoriously to work with. very tough to work with. And um, some of the the directors that have this same ability to be tough to work with, you either I've heard, I don't know, you that you either love or or hate to work with him. So when you love to work with him and when when chemistry happens and when things click and work, you tend to go back to the same people that mm-hmm. that can bear with your stuff. Yeah, fair there's enough. not a lot of them. So that's that's why there's these very iconic and sometimes difficult because they're very demanding directors. Keep going to the to, to the cast members that they have a connection with because they work fine and they're they're willing to come back. Many of them are not willing well, to come back. And, and it's tough with a guy like James Cameron because he's 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 tough to argue with because from where he started he, he, he had done special effects he's done the writing he's he done knows what he's doing he, he knows almost every aspect mm-hmm. of everyone's job he started as a mad painter almost better than their own yeah. right so when he's looking for something specific his attitude would probably almost be like listen if you can't do it, i'll fucking do it yeah. Because I I, yeah. I know what I want. Yeah. I need you to do what I want mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know it can be done. So that's got to be, that's got to be really tough. Um, but yeah, finishing off. I mean, I didn't want to list everybody because a lot of them are character actors that uh, you would recognize, but none of them really went on to starring roles. But uh, and many of them you don't see them in any other movies afterwards. No, that's true. Yeah, there was a handful because I was looking through and I was like, I wonder how many of these people have passed away. And it was kind of funny because <laughs> we, we we were talking about how how in what order they were dying, and mm-hmm. we were, we were thinking how many of them are actually dead now, <laughs> yeah. because we this is a movie that we've seen so many times that we can talk over it, and we're just just talking about stuff. Yeah, but there, there there was there was a couple Random. that died rather young. I was surprised yeah. uh, in their fifth. I mean, Bill Paxton Bill being Paxton, one of them, right? Obviously, very missed, gone too young. I was a huge fan of Bill Paxton and and, he, and the films Me that he too. was in, like even like Twister. I love Twister. When I love Twister. Out. Garbage movie, but I still. love Twister. Yeah, he's he he was it was shocking to see him gone. Yes, and to kind of round off talking about the people that starred in this movie, and you mentioned her Carrie Hen, who played mm-hmm. Newt. One and done for this yeah. for this girl. I mean, they did a casting call for young girls in England when they were uh, when they were casting for this film. She auditioned, she got it, and then she was just like, "Yeah, I think that's it." 
Yeah, you know? I've done the movie I wanted to make. And, I can move on with my life. And as far as uh, chi- like child acting, especially a prominent role like this, can sink a movie. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. Yeah, she, I, I think she still she still holds up, right? Yeah, she will always be nuked. So, um, so ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this is kind of a bonus episode, we'll 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 do the chart it in with we'll the rest. Uh, IMDb. 8.3 out of 10. Really? Yes. Critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 97% fresh. Okay. I'm, I'm more... Audience, bad. 94% fresh. Okay. Do you know what this is? Okay. It's a know. new champion for you guys to see this. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad. It, it deserves it. it. It's, it's our movie. The Dark Knight has been dethroned. So it is number one at 66.4. Out of 70. Uh, and, and the Dark Knight <laughs> moves, uh, moves to the number two slot. So Aww. as much as it pains me to, uh, to really? have my film, Come that it's, on. I think it's rather fitting that <laughs> Aliens and its history with the show and okay. uh, your two co-hosts yeah. is, number, is number one. So, uh, and finally, uh, the budget. Uh, eighteen point five million. Wow, uh, not bad. Decent size back yes. in the mid eighties. Worldwide gross of one hundred and thirty-one million dollars, and putting it fifth in the box office that year. And I was like, oh, I, I, that was kind of low. I was figuring maybe it would be somewhere around, you know, two or three. But Top Gun and Crocodile Dundee came out that year. And oh, oh, wow. Didn't gross as much, probably due to the fact it was an R-rated movie, but. Yeah, I mean, again, too, for uh, a film like this that you you don't very often see the Academy recognize it, like we already touched on with uh, Sigourney Weaver being nominated for Best Actress, it did win two Academy Awards, which were the which standard ones. ones. Best Sound okay. and Best Visual Effects. Okay. And Stan Winston did the, of he did the effects on this. Thanks, Stan. And, and uh, <laughs> I mean, what can you say about... <clears throat> how well this movie holds up it's a perfect action movie every time i see it i am I'm, I'm i i keep discovering why even though i know it's it's a perfect movie it it's it the way it's paced the way everything is laid out the the, the script is is round is a round script it has all the elements it needs and yeah, the the dialogues, the characters, how how the story is is laid out, how the information is slowly brought to us, how the tension is, is keeps growing and growing, and and it just won't let you rest when you think that there's a problem solved, there's a new one coming, and comparing the theatrical cut actually with the with the. Uh, extended edition the theatrical cut is in some ways better we were talking about yeah, it pacing because it's a long movie as it is it's yeah. it's over it's over two and a half hours i believe it's almost like 245 on the theatrical cut and i think we mentioned it puts it to i think over three i'd have to double check with the special edition and um save for a handful of scenes most of the stuff that was cut out, it makes sense. It kind of makes sense, cut out. especially what we're saying when when we don't we don't we don't get introduced to Newt until we are actually there in the colony on the theatrical version. On the theatrical version, that I think that's that that was a good decision because we saw the the extended edition last night, and yeah, and getting to see the kid and getting to see their parents, how, how 
how everything is started and why and it 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 takes some of the tension away it takes some of the of the impact that you get from from seeing that child in the state they found her and all that it it's i don't know it's it's tough to me to point out uh, all the elements that make this movie a perfect movie but it's it's probably one of the perfect the very few perfect action movies out there and then add to the fact it does what i think no other film before it was able to do save maybe the empire strikes back it was a sequel that was i mean almost better than the original superior but 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 better in the way too it was it was completely different than the original the original it's hard to compare it's not the ter- terminators the two terminators are easier to compare because my problem is that alien the first one is on my top five favorite movies ever mm-hmm. and they're not comparable i cannot tell you which one's better because they're very they're different genres and it's tough for me too because if you were to ask me which one i prefer i prefer aliens and one of the reasons being is i saw aliens before i saw alien yeah i, I can see and i had probably seen i had probably seen aliens god probably half a dozen times before i saw the original alien and you only seen the original alien once once, yes. once and, and i believe i was in my early 20s you have to watch it again with me yeah no i i will watch it it's it's just it's so different right but but still this one is so well tied to the first one yeah because we we start exactly but you don't need to see the first one to appreciate this no obviously not no but but they're they're so very well connected even though they're not in the even in the same genre of movies the the second one starts exactly where this with the first one ends and well and, exactly well exactly <laughs> not a, well you know what I mean fifty seven years later of nothingness but yeah and 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 everything makes sense and 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 everything that um, Ellen Ripley is carrying with her comes exactly from the first movie and it all makes perfect sense I don't know it's it's hard for me to to pinpoint. All the all the different elements because when I watched it for the first time and it fascinated me, I didn't know anything about filmmaking, mm-hmm. movie making, so I, I didn't know why I loved it. I just loved it, and and I'm in a way still there. So every time I keep I watch it, I keep finding out why. That's why. I think <laughs> I think one thing that uh, might have been better, and I think it serves the story better from the special edition versus the theatrical is after she gets salvaged or she gets picked up by that salvage team and she realizes that, okay, 57 years have passed. She starts asking about her daughter. I don't believe there was any mention of her having a daughter in the first one. I think it was an element they threw in for this movie specifically. Yeah. And there's a moment with her and Burke where he says, yeah, we found some information she passed away two years ago and you can see how, how devastating that must be because when Ripley left, her daughter was 11 and then she had her catastrophe on the Nostromo, went into cryo sleep and unfortunately 57 years passed before anyone found her and that gives weight to the connection that she finds with Newt. And, and, and to the drama that, he, that she's been through. What, what it means do you think maybe be... they cut it because it was too heavy-handed it was too like forced like i in this case i think it was just time it's to cut cut out time because this one doesn't bother me and it doesn't take it doesn't 
add anything really. By the way, did you know that the picture that Burke shows to her, as in her daughter being an old woman, it's actually Sigourney Weaver's mother? I did know that. I know you, you did. We don't. I, it's funny. That's another thing I was thinking. This is about. a resemblance. You can see this is a resemblance. Yeah. That was another thing I was thinking about when um, you know I go back and I edit some of these shows. We don't spend a ton of time doing trivia. We don't spend a ton of time giving a lot of in-depth look at the film and, and the process that uh, each particular film we cover go through. We're really looking at this as just fans. Mm-hmm. Like, just fans, like, mm-hmm. how did you like the movie? And if we do throw trivia in there, it's 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 okay. But if you're expecting to find that, you're probably not going to get that mm-hmm. coming from us. We, we, we just talk mostly about how the movie made us feel and how we connected with Even it. Even though you know a lot of trivia about movies. Because uh, that's one of the things I, I do like to do. Um, yeah. If it's a movie I like, I love going on IMDb and, and reading the trivia and getting little nuggets of information. Like like what one that I think... Was, the, the one of the, the things scenes. I think that was really cool about this film was that there was another actor, uh, James Remar, that was cast for the role of Hicks. Uh-huh. And he went through the boot camp training that all the rest of the Colonial mm-hmm. Marines went through they started shooting with him and then they just i i don't know why i don't know if they thought it wasn't working or he was unhappy but he left and was replaced by michael bean and i mean thank you yeah absolutely i think there's one scene that james remar uh is is in and that's when they're trying to find the colonists in the in, in the big reactor and they first come across the the alien secretion mm-hmm. that is permeated mm-hmm. out of it that's him from behind i believe just as they're walking in there so interesting yeah interesting interesting, interesting. what could have been for james remar but, uh, uh, do you oh, think he, he regretted it i don't think so i think he he's had himself a pretty decent career but still um you look at how iconic or how popular hicks is and i, I guess that's another thing that uh, was always tough about the movie that followed this alien three mm-hmm. which i think is a good movie I, it's not a bad movie. I, I i like a lot of the elements in it unfortunately it just got off to such a bad start with the fact they killed off two of the three survivors from the, this movie one of the two of the more beloved characters yeah, off screen too like so new- you you started watching the third movie angry at yeah. the movie yeah. that happened to me it's like really yeah. i don't like this movie already and it's only five minutes and yeah exactly yeah. i mean i get it from newt because uh, it's quite a few years at least five years i think it passed before this one came mm-hmm. out and i mean guess what she didn't actually go into cryo sleep so yeah. you, you had to recast the actress anyways but um yeah getting <laughs> getting rid of hicks that was uh that was a that real was bummer that was tough but, even ash Come on, Ash. That's Alien. Oh, you're thinking of Bishop. I mean, Bishop. Now, here, here's an interesting, here's an interesting thing, and uh. um, this is a, a, an argument you and I have had many times. Mm-hmm. In this movie, there's Lance Henriks, Henriksen, uh-huh. and Bill going. Paxton. Mm-hmm. They claim <laughs> that they both were the only actors to be killed by a Terminator, mm-hmm. an Alien, and mm-hmm. a Predator. Mm-hmm. I believe that fact is false. There is only one, and that is Bill Paxton. I believe that's not true. Okay. When <laughs> did Bishop die? Okay. Technically, he was not killed by an alien, but he died because of it. 
he's I, a robot. Robots can't die. Unless you're referring die. to that and on uh, an artificial person, as he prefers. Yes, right, right. <laughs> can't die. But that would be fair because you cannot love the character as if he was a person and then decide that he can't die as a person. Exactly. So he, exactly. if he is a person, maybe not a living human being, but if he's an artificial person, then he can artificially die too. <laughs> so I still say I still say it's by Bill an Paxton. Alien. Bill was, Paxton, Bill Paxton alone. Come on. No, no. Even Bill Paxton was okay with that fact. <laughs> Whatever. I have uh, a picture of the two together hugging, so that's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there's so many elements. And this is this is <clears throat> the kind of cool thing for where I'm at. Uh, I'm at the, the, the point with my son where I'm introducing him to these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he watched Terminator, Terminator 2, Predator, and then Aliens. He absolutely loves them all. And Aliens was his absolute favorite. And reason being, and I told him, you have to see this movie for one reason alone, and that is to appreciate what they did with creating the queen. Oh, yeah. And the alien queen this is. The alien... There are two queens in this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, the alien queen has got to be the best on-screen movie monster. Uh, the fact it's it's practical... Uh, I don't know how many puppeteers it took to bring this thing to life, but it is—it's gorgeous. Like it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's an amazing piece of art, and the fact that the movie introduces to the idea of the alien queen very early on in the movie, when when Ripley says, "Yeah, every each of each one of these things come from an egg. Who's laying the eggs?" Yeah. And Bishop says, yeah, there must be something, something we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen yet. yet. Yeah. And then I think Bill Paxton says, yeah, like a like a like an ant hive. And no, oh, that's a beehive, man. That's Vasquez. And And that's and that is not theatrical. That was extra. Probably, yes. That is extra. Yes. I know that was not in the theatrical. And that's when they mention, yeah, the bee queen. She runs the place. And that is puts in your mind the idea of oh my god and 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 i think uh hake says yeah it's huge man it's one of the you know he does like this with his hand it's a huge thing and you're in your mind you're already designing a huge alien queen that lays eggs and it has to be bigger than anything that we've seen before and probably way more scary and you just can't wait to see the thing and when you finally see the thing at the end after all the tension that we've been through that was amazing, you got to that huge finale in which you have the two queens Ripley gets into the into the the, the the loader. The loader thing. They're both equal in size and you finally see that thing. And how it it exceeds all your ex- expectations, even though you've been waiting the entire movie to see the thing and it's gorgeous but and the- the the thing you talk about with uh, just that tension mm-hmm. that this movie does an amazing job yeah. of being tense all the yes. way through that uh, from the initial uh, point where they drop out of the Sulaco, they land at Hadley's Hope and they start investigating and there's nothing. It's a ghost town. And like we said, the special edition where they have newt's parents and her little brother uh, roll up to the original crash site from aliens and then you know get the face hugger on them it's great to not have that it's yeah, great to it, have it the is. first introduction of hadley's hope as this oh. this abandoned you know 
Uh, Did it really happen? What the hell happened? Yeah, like, what's Not going on? Knowing, Where is everybody? Finding out with them, it's it's great. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's definitely the way to yes. go. And one of the, the the greatest tool that they deployed in this film is the motion tracker. <laughs> like, how great is that motion yes. tracker? Especially when um, they're they're the going sound, through that initial the that, sound of the thing. I'm going to put it in right here. <laughs> especially when when it's it's not picking up anything and they're just walking through and all you hear is it's great it's amazing it's great right and uh then they 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 you get the the letdown they're like okay it's fine like like there's there's no threat here they start doing a little bit of uh, exposition with uh scene they've caught some face huggers they've got a couple left alive and then <laughs> hudson you know uh drop your linen and start your grin and found them right and they've got the, the all the the chips that i guess the colonists have and they're all in that main reactor there and the tension in that scene are they alive i don't know oh, it's man. a goddamn town meeting oh it's it's oh it's it's so good when even the relaxed time the down times of the movie are so tense yeah yeah and and everything just 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 keeps ramping up like when they go in there and uh ripley's sitting in the apc and she's like lieutenant what are those pulse rifles fire and he, you know, you know, I can't remember what it was, 10 millimeter explosive tip rounds. Why? And she's like, well, look where your team is. They're right beneath the cooling tanks. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So what? It's like, well, we can't, if you fire, you're going to, you, they explain that it's a nuclear reactor, right? You can't fire in there. And, and he, he's just like, shit. Okay. A, a, a pone, um, uh, you got to collect magazines. And, and that right there is just like, you always think, fuck <laughs> what you should have done was and again they they set this up as uh lieutenant gorman's not a very good leader no. it's it stated that he's really only done this twice before he should not be he should not be leading these guys what no. he should have done is pull them all out mm-hmm. pull them all out go in there with the incinerators and uh arm yourself up with what would be appropriate because they end up just making more problems for themselves right they go in there. They don't have the uh, the proper weapons to fight this this terror. And again, oh my god, this movie is so good. It's just so good, right? So their their advantage, their equalizer, has been taken away. They have to give all their magazines to. I think Frost gets it. You got mm-hmm. the duty, Frost. And mm-hmm. uh, then we see they come around the corner, and you see all of the colonists that are cocooned now. In other movies, it would be gigantic, huge uh, room where you would see probably dozens and hundreds and thousands of them. You really only see two or three, but that's all you need. That's all you need. And and you as an audience know they're fucked. They don't know by then. Because but we know. Because you see, um, my point to like, you don't, like less is more, right? Yeah. With um, that visual layout with all of their beacons beeping on the computer screen, you you know there's like a hundred some odd there. So when you only see one or two, your mind fills in the rest. You, you... Yeah, Ridley Scott did that on the first movie. The huge room with all the eggs and all the design by H.R. Geiger and all that. 
he did that for us. So it's already in our minds when you're watching this movie, you know exactly what this means, where these things come from and what they build. And oh, yeah, so good. And then you get the amazing chestburster scene, <laughs> yes. which uh, that was the signature scene mm-hmm. of the original aliens. And they d- and it's always it's always tough because. Um, I think when you have a sequel, you hear so many times that you want to give the audience the same thing but different, yeah. right? And it's it it succeeds it's in exactly a scene that, that. could be see, seem so derivative. Now again, it's tough for me to talk about this because I saw this first, yeah. right? So my, my my view on it is a little bit different if I had seen the original and then followed by this. But I can appreciate how this would have looked to an audience right yeah. it's we know it's coming but the payoff is fantastic yes. it looks amazing and and uh then things all go sideways really quick because once <laughs> they light up that little newborn yeah all the big brothers come out and you know decide all, all to... that little sock puppet because because see, it was so obvious it was a sock puppet no it wasn't a sock puppet it was um i mean the chest buster the, the chest burster it wasn't like a, a hand it was it was a well, an electronic yeah but well in the... shut up carolina okay. what what you were pissing me off last night what were you doing you were you were starting to pick, you were starting to pick the movie apart and i'm just like I thought like we both liked this movie, right? And I was just asking questions that I never asked before because well, because yeah, we've seen it so many times that I needed something else to talk about. Because so we're seeing the uh, <laughs> we're, we're seeing the special edition version where Newt's parents are checking out the uh, checking out the crashed uh, what do you call it one the crash ship from the first one, and Carolina's like. <sighs> You think they would have surveyed the planet better before they started terraforming it? <laughs> it like no, it we've been the, to Mars like so many times. It was like, in eh. the meeting when the meeting said, "No, we have colonies there. We've been we've been there for twenty years." And, I, and it it came to my mind at that moment for the first time, like, "Okay, twenty years in a planet. You've been terraforming a planet for twenty years, and you haven't explored it, and you haven't found a huge alien <laughs> spaceship." full with Whatever. eggs but it, it hit me that moment because i had the time to think about i it. wasn't in the mood i was like just just can we just appreciate this movie for what it is <laughs> i won't do it again i'm sorry uh, but I'm sorry. but again like uh it just keeps getting from bad to worse right mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. are able to make it out what what is how many survive three three survive so, that yeah. uh that initial attack oh yeah three and they're and they're like they're like, let's get out of here, and we we get that great scene of them uh, in the APC trying to figure out what to do next. And uh, game over, man, game well, over. That's after. That, well, yeah, that's after, right? That's when uh, Burke starts being a little bit sleazy, and he's just like, oh, actually, there's a significant dollar value attached to this facility, and they're like, yeah, well, they can fucking bill me. And then that great line is like, I say we take off, nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. And you're like, that that seems like the smart thing to do, right? right? That seems like what you would do. So they they plan to dust off. And what happens? The 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 the, the drop <laughs> ship gets taken out. Now you're like, oh, now we're fucked. Yeah. And then they st- again. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you're like, okay, now it's a matter of we got to survive till a rescue. How long's a rescue gonna be? 17 days 17 days we're not gonna last 17 hours with those things man hey hey this little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training why do you put her in charge it's just so many good so lines, many lines right? so many lines and, and, and uh hudson has 
Oh, plenty of them. Bill Paxton, he's, he's just chewing great. up every he's scene, great. man. He's, he's so great. good. And and but, even and even at that point, right? You're like, okay, now they just got to survive to their rescue. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. All the damage that they did in the in the I what, I forget the proper term for it. I just keep calling it the reactor, but the terraforming um, reactor. Yeah, the facility, the, the, ma- facility. the machine, they're, the cooking machine. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, check it out. Uh, it's it, I like Hicks' response to this is the best, um, where they, <laughs> they 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 drop the windows and Ripley, who does not like Bishop. Due to her experience with Ash, she's like, "It's very pretty, Bishop, but what are we looking at?" And then psh, you see the exhaust is right, right there, and Hicks is just like, "How long do we got?" And, <laughs> like what? Because he knows what's going on. Yeah. It's gonna blow. Yeah. And then now it's the whole we got to figure out how to bring the other dropship down. And now it's a, a ticking clock. This movie, I, I, name a misstep other mm-hmm. than not properly surveying the planet before they started terraforming <laughs> name a misstep in this movie no i can't i can't and which brings me to uh the another thing i wanted to mention that the villain in this movie is not the alien is are not the aliens is not the alien queen the real villain in this movie is brooke yeah it's, it's one of us yeah, you don't see them fucking each other over for a percentage, right? Oh, like, God, so good. It's just... Because uh, at the end, when you get to the queen fight, the queen's fighting, uh, you kind of under- you kind of get it. When, when, when Ripley gets with Nude after rescuing her into the laying the eggs room, yeah, the queen is protecting her children and and the and the how they communicate with each other ripley and the alien queen how how they they come to an understanding of okay uh i have a flamethrower here and your eggs are in front of me how about you let us out and they they come to that to to make a pact i was going to say through their eyes i don't know the alien queen doesn't have eyes yeah where are their eyes somewhere because they, they they yeah but yeah, she, they're both protecting their children. They're two women. It's a very female movie in the end. Very true. It's two two mothers protecting their children from each other, trying to survive. And the the real villain is Burke, really. Okay, I have a. I think we discussed this way back when, and I don't know if we came to a resolution. But that that scene is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we we have them holding off uh, a swarm of aliens. One by one, we, we start to lose our survivors, and it gets down to pretty much the only one that can do anything at this point is Ripley. Hicks has been taken out of commission. Bishop's got to fly the ship. And Newt has been kidnapped for cocooning purposes by an <laughs> alien. Purposes. Well, that's, I yeah? mean, that's what it is, right? So we get the badass scene of... Her, oh, you know, God. wrapping the blowtorch with the, sorry, the flamethrower with the pulse rifle. I always thought she should have taken a couple more mags. Yeah. Like she she takes one mag. I'm like, but that's no not time. enough. You have to no, react. You, you got to go. You go with what you have and she just gets ready in the elevator. That elevator scene is just, just pure anticipation of what's coming. And oh my God, it's good. And that, and that last act, this is great because uh, this movie uh, late night would play on the French Channel quite often, and it was always great to watch the last scene because there's next to no dialogue, so <laughs> you could watch it without having to, you know, deal with the. You know, this is even though the the big line at the end, I I had seen this movie 
dozens of times in Spanish before I watched, I started watching it in English. I've seen it in English many times, enough times to know the lines in English now. But yeah, what that famous like get line. away from her, you bitch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but I wanted to I wanted to ask you. You didn't let me say it in Spanish. Oh oh yeah, sorry. Please please yes, do it in Spanish. Yes <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if you know it in French. No no go 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 go. Yeah yeah. yeah I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Alejate de ella, puerca. <laughs> That's good. But uh, you and I, I debated this back then. Now, when when she rescues Newt and that reveal where she comes around the corner and she sees the room of eggs and the oh. wonderful panning shot of the sack and then up to the queen and then the queen's <gasps> yeah. sort of crown, yeah. as we call it, opens she has up. She a crown. And I remember watching it with uh, my son. And I'm like, okay, here it is, buddy. And he he was all in on the movie. My my, my kid's eight, and he's like, this movie's great. And then uh, it's just silence. I'm like, just 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 watch this. <laughs> he stood up. He's like, Dad, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Right? I was just <laughs> yeah. like, it's so good. Now you touched on their communication, right? And yeah. how um the uh, they're they're animals. They're just they're just protecting their turf, protecting their mm-hmm. their spawn. And they had the communication where she fires up that uh, flamethrower. They understand what that is. And she points it at the eggs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the queen sort of looks at her minions and... And she gives a sign of, how about move away? And they back off. And then Ripley's like, I'm just going to back out of here. And then an egg opens. I just think that was bad timing. I don't think the queen has the ability to pop open an egg. I just, I, I just think, I just think it was bad timing. I think the egg just popped open, and I know she looks Maybe. at her. I know she looks at her as like, you, you fucking bitch. I th- right? that's that's why I think she did it, because because I you can't trust an alien queen. This, that's something you learned with this movie. So maybe the I I always got I always got that like the queen decided to okay I'm gonna let you think you're moving away. But you know what? You look tasty. And I have babies to feed. How, how about I try this? <laughs> I disagree. I think the egg just, I, just it could opened. Be, I think it just okay. opened. Right? But it, isn't it more... But it makes more for a fun narrative. More fun, she, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, the, yeah they're, they're, they're making a pact. They're, they're um, negotiating, but in a dirty way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That came out wrong. <laughs> Damn. That sounds like me on Tinder. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. But uh oh God. Um what else what else should we touch on on this absolute classic of a movie? It, for me, it's this is easy. This has gotta be in my top ten movies. I, I yeah. never get tired of it. I I have to watch it probably at least once a year yeah, and, me too. and this year alone i think this, i've watched it twice right it's just right? it's even just if such it's just a good movie partially just just put it in the background just enjoy a few scenes and keep going with your day you don't at this point i don't think we need to sit beginning to end in silence we can just have his background noise no i fell asleep <laughs> i was tired yeah and i got called out like 20 minutes later but um the one scene i i did think that was so cool um was the uh the sentry guns. I love the sentry guns that they set up, and yeah, they're just they're just mowing down the aliens. Which are not in the theatrical cut. No, it's not in the theatrical yeah. cut. And the first time I ever saw the extended version was uh, I was I was seventeen years old, and I was oh. living with my I was living with my my buddy Rich and his mom. Rich, I I, I think you still listen to the show. 
I always think about you and that time that I mm-hmm. lived with you and your parents uh, back in, what was it, 93, 94? And it was a pretty decent sized place. And Rich had a big room in the basement. And I would I would crash in his room and he had like a like a 21 inch screen TV and we would watch Twilight, uh, Twilight Zone, not Twilight. No. <laughs> Dude, you want to watch Twilight? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we watched like the Twilight Zone and uh, I remember Aliens. I distinctively remember watching Aliens because we were hanging out. It came on and one of those scenes popped up. I was like, I don't remember this. It's like, I don't remember this either. And it was like watching a brand new movie. And I'm pretty sure we had school the next day, but we stayed up to like two in the morning. And uh, Rich, if you hear this, that's one of my fondest memories. And I always think about you when I when the special edition of Aliens comes up. <laughs> Ordering from uh, Eddie's Pizza. Remember the Eddie's special? Yeah, you know the Eddie's special. But this, uh, yeah, this, this film. Okay, I thought of a flaw though. Oh. One flaw. And it was just, I think, a decision for the way they shot the dropship escaping LV-426 after the explosion goes off. Because I believe you see a shot from the front of it, and I believe you see a shot from behind. So you see the entire ship as it's pulling away from the Mm -hmm. explosion. And you're like, we did it, we survived, and they go dock back on the Sulaco and then we get the big reveal that the queen stowed away on board. Mm-hmm. Queen's huge. How right. did she get in she, that? She's huge. How did she get in the landing gear? Without no one seeing that. Yeah. So I think if they sh- they should have done she it. She should have been crashed by the 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 things folding yeah, in, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. That, that, that was not even so much that she got crushed. It's just she's so fucking big. You would have seen some part of her something, dangling, something. dangling from the dropship. That's the. But, but when, you, when you're in a rush, oh, I don't know. Hey, I, I, it's it, not a big flaw. It's nitpicking. Yeah, it's nitpicking. I mean, if you you can nitpick any movie, but that was the only one where I'm like, how, how did, did she? You? And I know, and, and and they do they they do set it up where she had time because yeah, um, the uh, the ship had to move and come back. Newt. Maybe she was in the cargo bay. What's that? Maybe she was in the cargo bay. I don't think that thing has a big cargo bay. But, but be I thought it was the landing than, gear. The, but she came out of the bigger, landing gear. I don't know. I'm trying to help the movie here. Don't try to. No. You did it last night. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, favorite scene. Do you have a favorite scene? Yeah. When the doors open and you see Ripley. Um, on the on the on the loader on the power loader on the power loader yeah yeah that that reveal of Ripley ready to fight it's pure aliens for me yeah, yeah. And no. you're, you're you, yeah you're just standing up clapping and just waiting for the fight uh, how about I, you it's 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 tough because the reveal of the queen it's yeah, it's it's one of the true. most beautiful it's one of the most beautiful scenes in any science fiction film. Ever, cool. it's cool. it's beautiful. And but the fact the fact that they established early on in the movie that she was a queen, and then we saw that she had a throne and a crown. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, very very true. It's um, so good. But my favorite sequence is uh, when they first go into the hive. That that just okay. that whole sequence and yeah. how things go sideways and Gorman loses it and. <laughs> 
you know, pull your team out, Gorman, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and that's just such a great scene from uh, her crashing into the into the hive so they can try to get out and Drake getting sprayed by the alien. <laughs> and he's like, come on, forget it, he's gone. It's just, it's... Do you have a favorite Marine? Uh, it's it's Hicks. I mean, uh, uh, Hicks is the it's best, right? It's for me. Okay, okay, let's get to this. Let's okay. get to this. Okay. Not including... Uh, come Bert. on, you have a list in no. front of you. I know, to see if you can get it. <gasps> come on. This is I, was, I was going to ask you because, to do it. Because you... Nah, I that's pa- why... I passed the test the first time. Take notes. If you want to take notes, uh, then you can She's do cheating. it. I'm the one that takes notes. Okay, okay. Okay, so we're just going for the 11 colonial marines. Yeah. Not including uh, Bishop or Burke okay. or Ripley. Okay. Can you name them? <laughs> Here I go. Uh, Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. Spunk, oh, wherever you... No, Spunkmeyer, yeah. No, that's good. Vasquez. Vasquez, Hicks. yes. Hicks. Hudson. Hudson. Um, Gorman. Mm-hmm. Mm. One, two, three, four, five. You got six left. Oh, shut up. Um... Take your time. I'll edit out these really long. Shut up. Pauses. Help me here. No. Okay. Who's the pilot? She's. Damn. I'm. I. At the moment, I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna hear the the, the name. I'm gonna. Uh. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Who's the sergeant? Stop it! I don't like this. <laughs> okay, I'll just delete it out because you failed miserably. You forgot a poem. You A-pone. forgot Dietrich. A-pone? You forgot Dietrich. Frost. You forgot Crow. You forgot where's Baskey? Where's Baskey? I should have done this to you. I would have nailed it. Would absolutely we'll nailed it. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. That's why I do all the editing and notes and all Fuck that. You. That's the power of this. So, <laughs> man, I, I I don't know what else to say other than I I love this movie. I love talking about this movie. I'm probably gonna watch this movie maybe at least one more time this year. Yeah. It's it's come in. Yeah, it's it's uh, the best of the franchise. Basket. Have you ever been mistaken by for a man? No. Have you? Okay. There, there's one. Do you, <laughs> do, give me give me uh, your. Two more of your favorite lines from this movie. Oh my god, there's so many. We've already, I think, we've already given my my favorites. There's so many. We were both quoting it while we were watching yeah. it last night. Infinitely, infinitely it's, quotable it's, yeah. movie. I remember there was a. Uh, I'm pretty sure I it was... may be synthetic, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> uh, Bishop, do the thing with the knife. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, there was a. Call you won't make any difference. You asked me for lines and it's And you keep cutting in, me off. Because they keep coming to my mind now. <laughs> they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All I right. I think it's time to wrap this uh, amazing, amazing movie up. So this is a bonus one. Uh, I think probably, I think Nightmare on Elm Street is, is coming up next. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, no, actually, I, I can't remember because I think we're going to be dropping some of these out of sequence. But yes, um, again, if you like birthday you... to us. Yay. <laughs> Did you get me a cake? 
Uh, you don't like chocolate cake. I make yeah, my own cake. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> this is this has been a tough recording. We've had to pause many times to amuse a puppy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's time to tap out. So with that, you can follow us on Twitter at you. The letter U. Got to see this PC. You can follow your hosts. I'm at Dan Mackeltz. I'm Okarin Fotografia. And reach out to us if you if you want to talk about uh, some of the things we had to say, whether you agree or not. And uh, in the meantime, just uh, keep watching movies, people. Yeah, let us know what you think about aliens, and see you next time. Later.